I remember the first time I went to knock doors in New England. They were so infamous, the people up there, about being really tough and gruff and really hard on the doors. And that first time, I was really nervous and walked up there, and I was not disappointed in their reaction. Welcome to Masters of Energy. Super excited to have you on the podcast today talking about cultural differences in sales. You know what, like when you're working in a different area, how does that affect the sales process? How does it affect how your sales and your prospects react to you? And what can you do to help minimize a lot of the delaying or stall tactics that different cultures use? And you, but instead, not just like, recognize those, but use those to your advantage. That's what we want to talk about today. Um, so to, to finish up my story in Rhode Island, I was with a buddy and they were knocking doors for solar and, and I was very good. I'd been in the South of the United States for a couple of years and they like it slow and low, low key in the, in the South and you knock doors. And so I thought I'd come and try to bring that Southern charm up North. And, uh, they said, don't do it. Don't do it. And I went up and knocked my first door and I got eaten alive. And the guys watching me were just rolling in laughter. Thought that was so funny. And I was like, fine, what do I do? And they said, just just take this piece of paper, charge right up to them, and be very, very like blunt and just even aggressive. You know, even raise the tone of your voice. And I was like, okay, whatever. So long ago I learned just if, if someone else has a successful sales practice, I gotta shut my own personality off, empty my cup, and just do exactly what they tell me to do. And uh because I was not going to get shown up by these guys, and I uh, so I did that. You know, had that piece of paper, and I just charged, with the shoulders squared, straight at the door, knocked on it, and uh, came with the guy really aggressive, shoved that piece of paper right in his face that talked about solar, and he listened. <laughs> he listened for a long time, and we were able to get an appointment set up. And just I remember that was like well into my career but it's just that stark story of different cultural different like a cultural difference or even a regional difference and how my change in my approach made all the difference in the world to how that prospect reacted to me i think a lot of times with cultural differences there there's you know we have culture differences within the united states and a lot of times we have people that come out from outside cultures and bring their own biases or their own buying preferences. And a lot of times reps can get really frustrated from that. Um, I've even seen some people go, go as far as being racist and, or not necessarily racist, but avoiding certain, you know, people or, or from cultural backgrounds because they just don't understand how that person buys. Guys, people buy everywhere in the world. Like every culture buys products. So I think first thing when you talk about cultural differences is not to let let like race creed or religion get in your way just understand that like everybody buys especially if they're in america everybody has has a trigger or has a method of purchasing it's our job to know what those methods are adapt and use the use that to help someone make a decision um, that sometimes that decision can be a little delayed than what we're used to but understanding those cultural differences is is so key. I'm going to talk about a few here that I've really excelled at. I think that's because partially my background. Uh, but hopefully that will bring value to your sales process in this week if you run into some of those. Hopefully it would be one, cognizant of those, those differences. But, but two, help use them for your advantage. Let's start with some regional differences in the United States. 
for me, the biggest or starkest difference is between the North and the South. Uh, having sold in the South for a long time, it's at first it was pretty shocking because you get down there and people are so easygoing. It's such the Southern hospitality is a real thing, and people are very gracious and want to listen. And they always say how good a deal it sounds like and how how awesome the product is, but they never make a decision. <laughs> so with Solar, they would just listen and listen and listen. And well, let me t- let me think about it. Let me talk about it. And they delay that decision. What I learned was a really good tactic was just to say, hey, I understand that you want to be polite, but I want to just your honest opinion on whether you think this is a good deal or whether this is going to help you ben- help benefit or not. And if I call people out on that, very, they're very gracious and, and really honest and we can move forward with the relationship. It was just calling it out in a polite way, you know, saying, I appreciate your being polite, but just tell me straight how it is. And then that, that gives them permission to be honest and straight. Now, north up in the north, especially New England, I haven't sold a ton up there. Um, but the, the biggest thing, I again, back to the story, is being very upfront and very honest from the get-go and even a little aggressive. I, I know it sounds unnatural, especially for a lot of people, to not be or to be not aggressive, right? You're supposed to be polite and kind. But I've noticed if you're at least a little bit aggressive, they kind of respect that. And it's okay to push back a little bit. So let's go. I think the biggest value for this, especially for salespeople listening, especially if you're in solar, is how do I sell Eastern cultures, <laughs> Indian or Chinese or wherever they're coming from? So a little bit about my background. My grandma was Korean and I spent three to four years in Korea. And the way someone from an Eastern culture makes decisions is very different than how they make decisions in a Western culture. So in Western culture, we value independence. We value, you know, making our own decisions, using that information that we gather and analyze to move forward or not move forward. And as an individual, we value our own ability to be self-reliant, not just, you know, physically or mentally or financially, but also in how we make decisions. And that's why when you talk to the homeowner, especially from their, they're from a Western culture, they're willing to make a decision on the first time or, or not consult a lot of people or do a little bit of research and then then make a decision. So with Eastern cultures, there is a different value. And there's a story that really represented this for me in my mind. One time we were at a church function and uh, this kid was being, well, no, yeah, we were at this house and uh, the in Korea, one of the biggest, cu- the, like a very important custom is taking your shoes off when you go into home. And I always thought, oh, it's polite to put, take your shoes off when you go to home. It's actually the reverse is also true. It's very awkward or impolite to take your keep your shoes off outdoors. And somehow we were at this this house and this it was like a 10-year-old kid got somehow out of the house in the hallway with his shoes off and he literally had a breakdown. Like 10-year-old kid was freaking out and his friends thought it was funny they like pushed him out of the door and like shut the door and he would was hysterically crying because his shoes were not on and he was out in the hallway and they let him back in and, you know, we kind of wiped off his tears, but even in front of his friends, he, he broke down crying. And I've seen this actually multiple times with kids is, or, or even with adults, like they feel wrong inside when they don't have their shoes on. And for someone from a Western culture, we look at that and we think, why would you, ever, you know, I walked around bare feet all the time, you know, on the grass or whatever, like that's a normal thing that doesn't like compute to us. But for them, 
like it was actually a moral issue to have your shoes off outside or your shoes on inside. Like they felt wrong inside. And that's the same on how they make buying decisions. If you try to put a Western culture, cultural decision buying process onto an Eastern culture like prospect, like they will feel morally wrong and they will not choose you. Now, the first mistake every salesperson makes is they think, oh, shoot, I'm with someone from an Eastern culture. They're going to try to bargain with me. And yeah, they will, but that's actually, that's a total red herring. That's not, if you just sit there and try to bargain with someone <laughs> that or go into a, a sales process with that in mind, like you will lose. Some of you, sometimes you'll get lucky because the person was going to buy your product anyway, but that is the total wrong way to go in. So Eastern cultures in business deals, to give you again, more context, the in, in business in America, lunches are super important. In business deals in the Eastern cultures, dinners and nights out are important. You know, if, we, if I go to a, a lunch or if I go to a business meeting in America, it's usually a, a lunch is associated with it. Lunch and learns, right? But in, in Asia, they do dinners and these things don't last like one hour. They last like three or four or five hours with business. And then after that, you talk business the next morning. You form the relationship first. So the first tip on selling Eastern cultures is forming a really, really strong relationship. So building rapport has to be done in a solid, solid, solid fashion. Like don't just cut to the chase. Sit there and talk and relate and laugh and just get to know the person really, 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 really well before you even talk about the product. Okay. Now the second, that's the first tip, building like very, very, very strong rapport and getting a connection and a trust. That's very important with Eastern cultures. And I'll make sure anytime I'm sitting with them, because I, I personally don't do a lot of rapport when I'm talking from, with people from Western cultures, but with Eastern cultures, like 30, 45 minutes. And so I'm just talking about them and their family, their likes, their dislikes, and we're just trying to find common ground and relate. The second thing that's really important to understand is their buying decision is made on a community or tribal basis, right? And I don't mean tribe in like the traditional like tribe, you know, but I mean tribe is in like their close knit group of people. They will not make a decision until there is consensus. So when I sold pest control in Washington, there were a lot of people from Eastern cultures. And I would literally go during the day, talk to the wife, get her sold, come later in the afternoon with their grandma, grandparents, grandparents. I'd talk to the grandparents and then I'd come in the evening when the husband came home after work and sell him. And then what, ha- the way I, the, what happened with that is he would go back to his family and, and they were already sold. So I didn't have to resell them. And he would just say, hey, I want to do, do this pest control. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and do it. But that was because I laid the groundwork. And so when you're talking with someone from an Eastern culture, especially if there's a longer sales process, I always do a first meeting where I build the rapport, talk a lot about a a ton of technical stuff, and then just set up a follow-up appointment to actually show numbers. And I've noticed if you take, if you purposely make it a two to three, four step process, that gives them time to consult with their inner circle and get permission to make a decision. After you do that, when you sit down with them, and you're ready to, they're ready to make a decision, they'll move forward with it. But if you try to close them on the first try and they haven't consulted with everybody else, they won't do it. So don't go into a home 
thinking, oh, I'm just going to set this high price and haggle them down. I think there is a place for that, you know, because again, when I lived in Korea or other Asian countries, like haggling is more part of the buying process than other places. Like even in a retail store, there's ways to like haggle or get free stuff. But the the most important part is you have to consult the tribe or their community or their inner circle and they have to be a part of it and you have to loop them in. And it's okay to like separate them out during different times and say, Hey, like call or follow up. And you know, maybe the husband's not home, but the wife's home and talk to her about it and get her buy-in and then talk to his friends and get their buy-in. And as long if you get the buy-in of the community, then they'll go choose your product in this case, like solar. Right. And then the third you do need to have a little bit of price buffer in there because they want to feel like they're getting a deal and not necessarily a price buffer, but they do want to feel like they're getting a deal. And so you should give them a deal. Just realize they will tell everybody about that deal. So it's okay to be firm on our price. Um, it's okay to maybe add a little bit or, or, or throw in a free thermostat or free product or whatever, but realize that they're going to want a little something extra. There's even like words for it in Eastern cultures, like not just, I want a little extra or a little bonus. Like in Korean, it's called dumb. Like it literally means when I make a buying decision, you're going to add another additional product or service on there because I'm buying from you. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Those, those three things, you're building a really, really strong rapport, building a relationship, even making sure you get the consensus of their inner circle or their community. And three, making sure they're making sure they know you're willing to go the extra mile to give, give extra service or value to them and they'll buy. So that's, again, some really easy tips to help specifically with Eastern cultures. I think with Western cultures, everybody I know, at least in the States, in sales is pretty good at figuring out what that is. But use that. Let me know how it works. And we'll talk to you later.